Don't let that phone wreck your home. So many times women want to find out, well, who's he talking to? What's he doing? Listen, if a man is a good provider and a good father, stop worrying about what he is doing. As my father once said that if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. And then what you're going to do when you get a hold of it, take that extra time that you want to snoop and invest it in yourself. Go work out. Work with your children. Make your home a pleasant place for you to be and for your children to be. Listen, you cannot miss what you cannot measure. Stop going to look for trouble because what you're going to do is you're going to give the keys to your kingdom to the outside woman. Let that clean up woman stay out there. That's her job to clean up the leftovers. But remember, what's on this phone can wreck your home. The choice is yours. Leave it alone. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about going through your mate's phone, going through your mate's uh, social media contacts. Uh, beloved, we're going to have a grown focus conversation today. How about that? The voice that we open up the podcast with is our sister, Sister Vonda Evans. Uh, you can follow the sister on Facebook. She got like 72, 73,000 followers. And that is one of the messages uh, that she produced to give to those that is following her, right? So we saying, you know, shout out to our sister Vonda. She provided social media, her platform, with her views. But beloved, here on Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, uh, we going to add on to what she said. But beloved, our views is going to be a little different than what the sister gave. How about that, right? I want to begin this conversation by saying this, um, because this is something that we do. As black folks and uh, it's noticeable but we just we have a habit of doing a certain way we measure up men right what we tend to do in the villages when it comes to black men now we only do this with black men when it's time to compare us on the status of manhood we shoot for the bottom when we compare the status of womanhood we make it across the board right what I mean when I say that is that you will find that when you hear people talk about black males typically our comparison is to other black males generally that comparison is with niggas that ain't doing shit black males are the only ethnic group that um we kind of get by with not being in the comparison with the other ethnic groups in the wilderness of North America, i.e. the United States, which means that when we start talking about manhood, we don't we're not putting ourselves right next to the Asian man and right next to the Jewish man, right next to the so-called white man and the East Indian and the Arab. We're not putting our we're not. That's not what we're placing ourselves when it's time to compare what we're doing for our household as men. Because that's a different game when we start talking about 
making money, working, being a family man, we don't compare ourselves across the board. You see what I'm saying? With other ethnicities. In the same breath, though, when we start comparing black women, we don't compare black women from one sect to another sect. We compare black women across the board. Oh, see, you got them talk too much. See, Asian women don't do that. See, you ain't working hard enough. See, white women do this. See, you don't budget good enough. See, East Indian women do. See, when it's time for us to compare our sisters, we do it across the board. You see what I'm saying? So much so, niggas will run across the water and get them a wife because they say they, they better than sisters. But in the same breath now, I want you to watch how this works. When it's time to compare what a man do, a man that's working, he'll go down to the neighborhood and he'll compare himself to CJ, who ain't doing shit. He'll compare himself to JoJo and Fudge and Tank them. Men that's doing shit will compare themselves to niggas that ain't doing shit. That way he poke his chest out and say, see, look what I'm doing. So I say all that to say this. When you heard the sister Vonda, when that sister saying, well, if a man is paying bills and he's taking care of his family, then, you know, don't worry about going through the phone. He's a good provider. Don't wreck your home. See, what, what, she, what the sister is doing is she's comparing a man to nothing niggas. So it's a treat to have a man that go to work. But when you compare a man across the board, you will see that a man that's just paying bills and taking care of he ain't doing shit. That, that's your reasonable service. You're not doing nothing special. Beloved, I'm a family man. I'm a married man. I'm not doing by me paying the bills and taking care of my family and I have a great relationship with my children and I, I got a great relationship with my in-laws and a um when my children was in school, I had a dope relationship with their teachers because, you know, all my children, is, they old, they out of school. You know, that doesn't give me the license or give me the green light to get some pussy on the side because I can. I'm not doing nothing special. I'm, I'm across the board. I'm just doing what other men normally do. It's nothing special about no man paying no bills. Ain't nothing special about no man having no good credit score. There ain't nothing special about that. But it is special when you compare a man that's working to a nigga that's on the corner ain't doing nothing. Truth be told, again, ain't nothing. All men are doing the same. We all are the same across the board. We all working 10 and 12 and 14 hours as men across the board. But if you compare me to goddamn Jojo, yeah, I'm going to look special. We're not doing that no more. A man got to be a man, period, at all times. So, beloved, I'll, I'll check this out. I want you to, because uh, <laughs> I want you to hang out with me because we finna have some fun. You know, it's a calling. You know, at us as men, beloved, you know, we operate in the calling. You know what I'm saying? This is something that the universe called us to do. So, we are called to provide, protect, instruct, avenge, and revenge beloved that's what men are called to do right i don't want to sound cliche when i say this you know what i mean but uh i just have to you know i just got to put it out there and just be real beloved real men don't cheat because being a real man and cheating it's like oil and water it doesn't go together because in order for a man to be a cheat he have to be a sneak. You see what I'm saying? And I, I understand that this is the generation where all these niggas talking alpha male talk, you know, 
they're alpha male and they need to be respected as a man and they need to you know get this and get that as a man but beloved no no you can't you have to you can't be a man and be a sneak at the same time if that doesn't you i don't i don't give a goddamn how much alpha male talk they're talking what part of the male is sneaking this man got something in the phone yes yeah, sis you should be able to go through your old man phone ain't nothing wrong with that hell even ronald reagan say trust but verify if you trusting somebody and you want to verify that they're doing what they said that they was going to do uh beloved ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that man it's it's too much just be real it's too much shit out here man it's too much aids out here it's too much herpes out here it's too much HPV out here. You know, you know that's the devil. Every goddamn STD that he named that start with an H, that shit, you take that shit with you to the grave. We can't be playing with our bodies because somebody feels as though he's doing something so special. He can get a a, a a piece of pussy on the side and, and the sister Vine say, well, that's what the cleanup woman, let her get the leftovers and all that. And I'm like, I'm not sure what, the, I'm a, I, no disrespect to myself. I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. Get the leftovers. Who signing up for that? See, that's that's what we doing. We we are so you know. I I love black women. Black women, you can't go out on a limb to make excuses for weak niggas. We are the examples of discipline. Every man got to search his own soul, beloved. We are the examples of discipline. We, I feel as though, and I say this often on this podcast, it's like the black community is the only community that we complain about the woman calling herself strong. She's a strong black woman, and we complain about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a goddamn joke. But we damn near want the women to be stronger and have more willpower to do the right thing than the goddamn man. So because the man don't want to do the right thing, we start blaming the woman for picking the nigga that ain't shit because we're too afraid to say, nigga, you ain't shit. You need to tighten up and step your game up. We scared to do that. We'll pick on a sister for fucking with a game banger because we too, we, instead of us going to as men to correct and rid our village of these game bangers and these dope boys and etc. that's tearing down the fabric of our neighborhood, we just blame and point the sister, uh, finger at the sisters for fucking with them. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe all that is a different story for a different day. I'm just trying to figure out, though, beloved, when you are in a relationship, right? When you're in a relationship or you're married, you got to, you know, as a man, your word is your bond and your bond is your life. And you you give your life before your word shall fail. You know, this is in our lessons. So I'm like, all right, if you gave a vow as a man, you stood up in front of a congregation of witnesses because you're getting married, right? And then your bride is there, your, the bride family is there, your family is there, the minister. And then you, you're reciting your vows. And then there's one vow that you recite and you say, well, I'm going to forsake all others. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, this ain't no goddamn shotgun wedding. Ain't nobody forcing you to do this shit. So you say, forsaking all others as long as we should live. Well, you as a man, you got to stand on that because I always say whatever you say as a man, God is listening. This is our designer. God is listening. But beloved, the devil was listening too. So, okay, you say you're going to do something. All right, well, now, beloved, um, the test is coming. <laughs> so you got to stand on that. Now, if you can't stand on your word, if if men get credit for standing on their word, because maybe I should word it this way. If men 
are getting the credit as men for standing on their word. Well, what do we put the ones that can't see you stand on their own word? So this is why you get the term that they use and I use often on my podcast. It's called infidelity. Infidelity means a betrayer, an unfaithful person, an unreliable person. That hence the root word of infidelity is he's an infidel. He's a non-believer in the truth. And the truth is the word that comes out. So he's speaking a word. He don't believe it. He can't even stand on it. He's an in, he's worse than an infidel at this point. Our village is such a look, we have become such an embarrassment, beloved, that you can't find a black woman. I want to say, I want to say, I want to shoot for 25. About time a black woman is 25 years old, she has a story about how she was cheated on. Not some of them. Not 25% of black women, not 50% of black women, not 75% of black women. We're talking about our village. A hundred percent of black women by the time that they are 25 has a story about dating a black man and it was they got cheated on. You cannot make this shit up. So when I talk numbers on the podcast, when I talk facts on the podcast, I go as far as to say, I don't even think black women should even be dating black men no more. Why in the fuck is y'all dating brothers no more? Go get you an Asian man. When we start to compare across the board, that goddamn yellow nigga, he's at the top. We don't have to like it. It don't sound right. Big VJ, how can you be pro-black and you say, it's real. Niggas cheat so much. Look, you got the, look, the sister is an elderly sister. And she's trying to convince young sisters in the village not to goddamn look through your old man phone because this nigga can't stand up to his own word. You know what I'm saying, sis? Yeah, look through the phone. That's your man. You fucking them. Y'all married. You can't let this man. You got to see what this nigga putting that dick at. Because I'll tell you, we live in a day of time, beloved. You're lucky if he fucking another woman. <laughs> see, you lucky because you need to look through that phone. Because these niggas don't like pussy like that no more. That man chasing the same thing you chase. That man might like dick like you like. You might have to look through that phone. You might have to fuck the phone, sis. I go even further, right? This is grown for conversation. You need to you need to start paying real close attention to the nigga underwear at that point. You know what I'm talking about? When you get through checking the phone, goddamn, go you know go through the dirty clothes every now and then. Ain't gonna hurt nothing. You're probably doing the laundry anyway. Just stop just picking that shit up and throwing it in the washing machine. Take it. Just take a quick inventory on these drawers sometimes, goddamn. Because I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a hint, sis. You know shit stains. Don't supposed to be in a grown man draw. That's number one. But if they is in the draw, they're supposed to be in the back. If you start finding shit stains in the back of the drawers and in the front, sis, well, you got your answer. <laughs> I keep telling you, Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. Go through the phone, go through the car, go through the pants pockets. Why are you doing all this? Because your goddamn life is at stake. Don't never let nobody shame you for trusting and verifying. And at the same time, your, your body is your business. And, you know, Sister Vonda, man, you know, bless her heart. You know, bless Sister Vonda heart. She looked like she came from the generation right above mine. Like, she is my, she up there with my uh, my auntie and them. She's in my auntie and them generation. And, you know, that generation, they're the children of Big Daddy now. You know what I'm talking about? She's like she one of the, you know, the daughters of, of daddy and them. And you know, Big Mama them played that game. 
you know, she ain't run behind daddy so much. She trying to let daddy, everything was quiet. Everything was secret, secret. You know, daddy paid these bills. She turned the blind eye. And you know what opened up everybody's eye, though? Because mama always turned that blind eye. But, you know, when daddy died, see, everybody's eyes got to be open now. Because, you know, all your life, you know, this set of uncles. You know, this set of aunties. You know, this set of first cousins. All of a goddamn sudden, you come to the funeral. You got new aunties. You got new aunties. They just pop up out the... And then black folk play this weird, weird shit where we victimize children of daddy mistakes. Daddy make a mistake and we turn back around. We victimize the children. So now, the children who would be our... Uh, brothers and sisters or our aunties and uncles we can't fuck with them because now we start playing again this the real family over here and these the outside children we play this different game you know we got this old bullshit ass psychological game that we play in our village so then we we ostracize the kid they ain't had nothing to do with it but we ostracize them when we put them on our side and then when daddy leave a wheel everybody jumping up fighting for the same thing and we're trying to keep the See, this is the shit that we get into. So we saying, just goddamn check the phone. Because even though old mama made a mistake by turning the blind eye to all that bullshit daddy them got going on, what she did do is she gave us love and she gave us a good sense. We got good common sense now. Right? Beloved, we got good common sense. We can't turn... We got to be more progressive now and go forward we can't do silly shit and go backwards. We can't. This ain't. This not what we doing. You know what I'm saying? You. You. It's too much shit out here. Goddamn it. We got a whole new goddamn pandemic. Motherfucker got COVID. We in the. We. We are literally as black folks in. We are in the nation building stage. This is not jubilee. Nobody, we don't have no time for nobody be chasing no pussy and chasing no dick. And like I was saying, like, damn, motherfucker got COVID. Your old man out here, you ain't gonna check the phone. He out here running around. Bitch, breathe on him wrong. He come back, breathe on everybody in the household wrong. And this is all over. You trying to keep it real and not check the phone because this is what we doing. It shouldn't be anything on the phone. Uh, 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 don't 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 go through the phone. What does it say? Don't go through the phone and wreck your home. God damn it! It shouldn't be nothing on the goddamn phone to wreck your home. But I I keep saying it over and over again. Black men have become sneaks, man. There's nothing you can do that you know because you know. Let me, let me say it this way. There was a man that came amongst us. And he said equality is being equal in all things. That means the level of righteousness is it's a righteousness is righteousness across the board. And on this podcast, on this platform, the definition that we have for righteousness, beloved, is harmless. You know what I'm saying? If it's just in us to wake up and to strive to be harmless, you know what I mean? We're not being harmless. With side bitches outside of our union We're not being harmless With side niggas outside of our union So we talk about this kind of shit On our podcast Man I know three sisters Two in the last couple of years I know three sisters that lost their families Playing in the street with a side nigga We don't want to turn around And have the men We we, we can't put ourselves in a position Now where can't nobody keep their pussy And dig in their pants So we got to start 
But you know what, beloved? I kind of predicted. I said, man, it's going to be like that, brother, in the generation. Because, man, these folks are so sex-craved. This is a generation that everything is sexual, sexual, sexual. But no, we're not going. We're going to keep it standing. Now, we're going to trust, but we're going to verify. Sis, you want to verify? That's cool. Go through the phone. Go through the car. Go through the pants pockets. That's your business. It's nothing wrong with holding up a man to what he said he was going to do. Ain't nobody got them. We ain't shotgunning nobody. We ain't making nobody. Ain't no woman, beloved. Because, you know, we talking about being equal in all things. Can't no goddamn woman run to daycare so much for the children, right? Cook so much, clean so goddamn much. Uh, work her own job and have her own hustle and do so much so that she say, all right, well, you know, uh, I'm doing so well. Don't nobody goddamn go through my phone. This motherfucker ringing and texting at two in the morning, one in the morning. I can't get home on time. Goddamn, she always party and this and that. She can't. She can't never get to the house on time, and she she always got her phone locked up and all this. The motherfucker always face down. I mean, come, but cause but she earned it though because she's a good she's a good uh, caretaker for the for the household, and she so she can go get a piece of dick every now and then. No, beloved, we not doing that. No, this is nation building time. We don't need nobody chasing dick, and we don't need nobody chasing no pussy. All this shit out here, man, you serious? Now, if we if she want to get a piece of meat, and he want to get a goddamn, he want to get a shot of pussy. All right, y'all got to sit down at the table, and y'all got to talk about that, and allow that partner of yours to make a decision where they want to go through this experience with you. So we say so much on this podcast, beloved. We say this: there is absolutely no reason how sexual this generation is. There is actually no reason. To cheat on your spouse. If you want somebody. Women. If you want a man. That's going to let you fuck off. Every now and then. You can find one these days. Some of these brothers. They don't care like that. They're like. Hey. You want to go out there. And do your thing every now and then. Um, The rise. And there is a rise. In open marriages. It's not a decline. It's a rise. If you want to. If you want a woman. That's going to let you. Goddamn. Throw that dick every now and then. Brother. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You can find one. But what we not gonna stand against is we finna do this old thing like we back in the day. We finna play a blind eye to everything. We gonna turn our head. We act, we gonna act like we don't see shit. We gonna act like man, we ain't doing that, motherfucker. You gonna have to do what you say you gonna do. That's all we looking for. If the if the man can cheat and it's cool, well we gonna be equal. Let the woman go do her thing. But see, see, Sister Vonda is not from that generation. See, if you say. Well, hell, he didn't cheated four or five times in his marriage. She should be able to cheat two or three times. See, Sister Vonda's generation say, no, nah, you can't do that. It's different. They give you the double standard shit. So what we call that on this podcast, beloved, that's what we call the bully spirit. That's what a bully is. A bully is somebody that's going to push something on you that they themselves wouldn't receive. So if Sister Vonda would have came on and say, listen, don't go through the man's phone. And then she would have finished you know what I'm saying? Um, that bit of information that she was giving, and she said, and, and brothers, y'all don't go through the women's phone neither, because if that woman take care of the household and she got to go get her a shot of dick every now and then, let her do her thing. See, she ain't playing that game. She's finna sell you and I the bully game, where the man can do everything, and the goddamn woman can't do nothing. Like goddamn, I mean, so what are we? We not pushing our sons to be bullies. 
We saying, son, if you don't want her do, if you don't want her doing it, get you get your ass out the street. You can't do it neither. Can't none of y'all do it. But if y'all want to do it, be grown. Don't be no fucking sneak. You too old to be sneaking. You ain't gonna get by with sneaking in the age of technology anyway. You too old to be sneaking. Sit down at the goddamn table and talk about. Listen, I want to be able to see somebody else. Yo, old lady, look at. I want to be able to see somebody. Else. Now you got to deal with that from there. But see, on this podcast, beloved, fuck going through the phone. We don't even, we like, when we have a conversation about relationship, we like this, yo. You marry somebody, you marry buddy, and you and dude, y'all married, this nigga don't need all these goddamn female friends on his Facebook no more. What he got all these goddamn female friends for? Unless they his goddamn cousins or some shit like that. What the fuck this nigga got all these female friends for? He ain't no goddamn rock star. What he got an Instagram for? And this nigga got... 5,000 followers folks. He ain't selling no clothes No shoes No jewelry What the fuck He got all these females Goddamn Nigga always got his shirt off What the fuck We got going on You know what I'm saying Like goddamn You get married You don't These old these women Don't need access To your old man Fuck the phone Y'all should be able To trade phones Y'all married right Y'all in there Swapping spit 69 and Goddamn Everybody freaking And fucking alright well, you got to protect her temple and she got to protect yours. So you can't let no outside come into that. Fuck y'all whole shit up for real, for real. So now what we got to do? We got to be open and honest with each other. We got to be open and honest. Ain't no secretive shit no more. We got to be. Ain't nobody coming to no goddamn funeral when you dragging goddamn kids in. Nobody knew about. We ain't doing no shit like that. We got to be open and honest with that. We can't. This is not the generation where we, the uncle touching the goddamn niece and we, nobody saying that we ain't, all that shit, our, our fathers and our goddamn, we, mom and them let get by, we ain't doing that shit. We ain't turning our eye to none of that shit. No, whoever you gonna be, stand up like a man and be it. Whoever you gonna be, stand up as a woman and be that. If you gonna be monogamous, you got to stand on that. If you wanna see somebody else, bring it to the table, let's talk about it. All this going back behind your back shit That ain't gonna All this rank pussy out here Man don't let the goddamn OBGYN have to tell you What your husband been doing You don't want to check the phone Don't worry about it The OBGYN he'll let, she'll let you know Or he'll let you know What your old man been doing And you're gonna have that sad goddamn look on your face Cause you trying to No you could have just avoided all that You could have checked the phone And avoided the whole heartache I'm gonna go out on the limb and say this so we grown folks We talking shit You know what I'm saying We just grown But I'm gonna go on the limb And say this You know I used to think it was a joke About how people Used to get caught up Fucking off You know what I mean Infidelity shit I used to think it was a joke I said man That's some fluke You hear some of these stories Sometimes You be like Man that's some fluke shit But the older I get I start to think More and more About what mama used to say Right Big mama used to say Warning come before destruction, right? <laughs> so, so look, I got a partner, right? Um, we go to, we, we're gym rats, we go to the gym together, you know what I'm saying? I see dude at the gym, we work out, you know what I'm saying? It's just what it is. He, he, he tried to be a little slick though. He is a cool cat, but he, he tries to be slick. He keep two phones, he keep the phone, like his family got contact with him and everything, his old lady, his children, everything, they can, they can get in contact with him. But he keep a second phone. He called it the bat line. And the bat line, this is how his side holes get in contact with him. Now, he got a good system. Or I, I should say, at least he thought he had a good system going on. He used to keep the bat phone 
in the trunk of the car now and he kept old tool bag he keep the phone off bed in the tool bag um i run into him at the gym and he he tells me the story about how one time he came to the gym with another another cat we work out with you know what i'm saying it's about five or six of us off and on but he jumped the, he jumped the ride with buddy they all we all went out to the gym had a good workout all that shit just regular shit but hey check this out he says somehow he get back to the house after the workout and the second phone <laughs> check this shit out now <laughs> the wife got the second phone when he got home it was laying on the uh on the kitchen table when he got home <laughs> saucy now now i have changed my outlook on it i'm like you know what the universal creator fixed it with he something was put in his wife's heart to find it's almost impossible to buy, go to the trunk of your husband's car and in how could you find that shit unless something some type of energy led you there so he's complaining because this old lady found the phone and all the texts is there everything is there so she didn't call them all, all that shit but maybe all that's a different story for a different day but i, I just said it to say this because he got caught he he started uh he got his key sweat on he started to beg and all this old kind of shit and he uh she kept him and everything but he got to do some counseling and uh typically he's off on the weekend but now he talks about how he can't watch the game no more on Sundays because he got to go to the church house. Now, that was one of the uh, his old lady gave him a laundry list of things that he have to do now in order for them to stay together. The counseling is one. And then he had to start. Uh, he had to meet these service dates. He had to start coming to the church house. So he's like, yo, I, I just got to do what I got to do to keep my family together. All right, cool. What I said, though, is I just gave him the game that daddy and mama them always said. You know, it's a warning before destruction, right? Beloved, you don't know, you know, how you can get angry with your spouse. But at the same time, you can save your spouse's life by going through the phone and stopping them from continuing a process that could have, there was some danger and harm involved in it. Because, uh, the sad truth, beloved, and I'm going to put this out for all women to hear. Ain't no man fucking raw at the house and he going in the street and he going to put a condom on. Men ain't going to do that. If he, he getting that raw pussy at the house, he going to find somebody he quote unquote trust in the street. He going to fuck her raw too. Now, when he back home at the house, he don't know what she got going on. You know, who coming over to her apartment to see her who's her ex-boyfriend one of her baby daddies her ex-husband whatever he's not really he's not really certain of her relationship dynamic because sometimes these men are so egotistical they think that they got they got the special dick all of a sudden so the only dick that the side woman can get is his so even with sister vanda she said well that's just a cleanup woman just let don't worry about her. Just let her do what she do. She just out in the street. Just she just to clean up woman. She just get the leftovers. And then I agree with Sister Vonda on that. Yeah, she getting the leftovers. But how many leftovers is she getting? Did you hear me, beloved? Yeah, the cleanup woman get the leftovers. But how many leftovers is she getting? Is she getting so many leftovers that your husband connect with her and she bring or he I should say bring some back to you that you wasn't ready for? So that's how I talked to old buddy from the gym. I said, you know, he looked at it as one thing. And I said, no, beloved. I said, uh, 
I said, man, I, I think that uh, that was the Lord looking out in your favor. I said, because you don't know. You're already doing wrong. Ain't nothing going to be a blessing about what you're doing. But I say, you don't know what was up ahead of you that could have brought harm to you. But that this is the way that the designer got in the way of your path to stop you from doing what you was doing through your wife finding out what she found out. Because, beloved, I know somebody from my neighborhood that he was married and he was out in the street, too. And his thing was going on for about a year. He meeting up with the young lady at hotels. And I talked about this on this podcast before. And he just go to see her like he regularly do. And when he went into the hotel this time, not only was she there, it was two other niggas there. And they they was going to rob and kill him. They shot him up. They thought they killed him. They didn't kill him. The bullet grazed his head. They didn't kill him. You know what I'm saying? They shot him in the side. The bullet grazed. They thought he killed him. But in any event, he said the most hurtful part wasn't the bullets. He's like, man, to sit in the hospital with your in-laws there, with your wife there, and you got shot up. And then slowly but surely the details start coming out about how you got shot. You got shot at the hotel. Then, you know, we black folks. Like, everybody... Somebody gets shot in the family, you know. Somebody gets shot in the neighborhood. Everybody finna play detective. We got shot. Where we get shot at? He got a shot at the hotel. Like, well, what? This is the in-laws thinking. Like, what the hell are you doing at the hotel? He's at the hotel doing what? Well, he was. And then, see, now he said that was that hurt more than the bullets. He said, but you just don't know. Your old lady, if she would have snooped a little bit, she probably could have prevented you from that bullet. But you got that bullet. But we don't want nobody to get the bullet. How about that? We don't want nobody to get the bullet. We don't want nobody to do nothing. All we're asking, beloved, is that grown folks just do what they said that they was going to do. Sis, if being monogamous is too much for you, pull your old man to the side and have a conversation. Bruh, if being monogamous is just too much for you, man, that's too much weight on your plate. Don't be no fucking sneak. You can't be a man and be a sneak at the same time. When do... When when do we start calling niggas that sneak around real men? They well okay if the nigga that can sneak around is a real man, what is a real man? What if he if the nigga that I don't know I ain't finna get into that. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. It ain't nothing wrong with sitting somebody down and say, man, this is where I'm at in my life. This is what I want to expand. This is what I, I want. I seen a young shorty, and I want to put the crook on her. You know what I'm talking about? And I seen her, and this is what it is, baby. Out, what you want me to do? But this whole sneaking shit, you got to let a woman get a choice. You can't share your body with motherfuckers and then we ain't doing that. So, Sister Vonda, we appreciate you, man, trying to encourage the, the young ladies to uh, to do what they got to do. But we passed that phase, sis. We, we appreciate you as a... Uh, we're looking at you as a big sister, almost as an elder. We appreciate you trying to do what you got to do to keep the family together. But no, we're not doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a goddamn how many bills he goddamn if Shaq can lose his old lady. <laughs> this nigga got millions of dollars and Shawnee said Shawnee wasn't going for that. Shawnee got what? Like what? Four or five kids by Shaq? Shaquille O'Neal? If she ain't finna take and I'm talking about this woman living in the mansions flying in the private jets and all that. Hey man, it ain't nothing wrong with a goddamn woman want what you say you gonna give her. You didn't say you didn't tell Shawnee, hey, I'm gonna be fucking you and a bunch of other bitches too. And nah, you didn't tell your wife that. 
you you jumped up and said you're gonna forsake all others the enemy heard it and now you got to stand on that and when those all others came you didn't forsake them you didn't forsake them so now you got that big ass house and you man you can keep that goddamn house women just want you to do what you said that you was going to do so if shiny again didn't stay with a millionaire black man and she flying in jets and got furs and the nicest cars and she said nah man i want the whole package well what will give you what's up with you this nigga ain't making number goddamn twenty six thousand. what you stand for this nigga making 36 46 000. i'm always encouraging people to stay together in their marriage counseling therapy marriage coaching and if your old man is a sneak he gonna need a lot of it but you can't get none of that until you get an std test beloved and then you know what i'm I'm gonna leave you with this thought you know what i'm saying because we just uh we having a good time but i'm gonna leave you with this and i'm gonna say it was really sad you know I got a lot of emails that always say, V, you ain't conscious. Because you know what I, I got a habit of doing? I tell black women that black culture and the inner cities of America have created in the males, in black males, something what I call the nigger mentality. The nigger mentality means that the average black man he is more interested in pleasure than he is in responsibility. You see what I'm saying? If you put it on the table, pleasure, responsibility, more often than not, he's going to take the route of being or doing something pleasurable, right? So I often tell black women, the best option, mating-wise, is the is the yellow man. The Asian-American. You know what I'm saying? Go get you a yellow nigga. They live in the same cities as us, so they leave black men without excuse. They are the highest earners in America. It ain't the devil. I know you think that. It's not him. It's the Asian man. He's the highest earner. They live in the same cities. They live in Detroit with us. They live in Philly with us. They live in Cleveland. They live in Louisville. Wherever we are, they are. Um, 26% of their women are single parents. That means that they damn near marry everybody that get pregnant. They don't have this. With us, it's like the goddamn opposite. It's like 72% 72% of our women are single parent. You see what I'm saying? 26% of Asian American women is single parents. That means Asian men damn near marry every single person that have a child by them. That shows the level of them being responsible. Now, when I say these things, they say you can't be conscious asking black women to deal with other men outside of their race. And you know what I say to that? And I'm going to leave you with this. There is not a black woman that once she reaches the age of 25 that have not been cheated on at least once in her life by a black man. Did you hear me? You missed it. It's cool. I'll say it again. There is not a black woman living in the wilderness of North America in the territory that we call the United States. About time she reaches the age of 25 have not at least been cheated on once. Now that's just something to really think about. We're not talking about 25% of black women or 50% of black women or 75% of black women. We're talking about 800% of black women 
by the time they reach 25 can give you a story probably multiple stories by the time they're 25 of a black man cheating on them saying they're gonna do one thing and doing something else so now once you identify that that means it's in the culture now you can't that's toxic you can't this nigga just these niggas just lying and ain't gonna be able to stop lying so much so that sister Vonda try to give you an out and say man this nigga just a liar black man ain't gonna never be upright so just don't even look through the phone because it's gonna be there so that is a sad state of America but we can be refined beloved and we can turn things around but it's gonna take a while so what do you do when you know this what do you do when you know this stop now stop now think we got daughters we got nieces and we got granddaughters and if they date a black man listen now they are guaranteed to be cheated on it's not a thought now it's a guarantee guaranteed to be cheated on that is something to consider i'm gonna just leave it at that peace and black power to your family Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Beloved, this is indeed the Real Black Content Forum Podcast. I'm your brother, VJ. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.